0: Hey, you, with the rhinestone dog collar. Between us dogs, I just convinced my human to upgrade to a new home with a 1,200-square-foot bathroom. I think she called it a yard. With Wells Fargo's 3% down payment on a fixed-rate loan, my human realized a new home was within reach. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash woof.
1: Wells Fargo Home Mortgage. Down payments as low as 3% on a fixed-rate loan require mortgage insurance. Ask a home mortgage consultant about loan requirements. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage is a division of Wells Fargo Bank N.A., Equal Housing Lender, NMLSR ID 399801. Feral Audio. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Todd Berry Podcasts. Amber Tozer is on today. She's very funny. I like her. I've known her a long time. Uh, what's the big news? Oh, Todd Berry Podcast t-shirts are back. It's a whole new company we're using. Uh, we had it set up earlier where it, it was some weird quota system, which I didn't understand, where they had to sell a certain amount before they'd print them. With this new company, you just order and you'll get a t-shirt. Go to todberry.com shirt and it'll lead you right to the page where you can buy a shirt. And, uh, look really Cool. I have some upcoming shows this weekend, July 1st and 2nd. I'll be in Washington, D.C. at Draft House Comedy. In July, around 26th through, I don't know, five days after that, I'll be at the... Uh, where am I going to be? Oh, the Just for Laughs Festival in Montreal. August 12th and 13th, I'll be at Cobbs in San Francisco. Uh, September, I'm going to be at Just for Laughs in Toronto. And September 28th, I'll be at the yyc comedy festival in calgary which is in canada as well so check me out on any of those shows if you want to and uh what else is there go to feralaudio.com they produce this podcast a lot of other podcasts go to their support our artists link order stuff off amazon through that link and part of the money you spend which you were going to spend anyway will go to the podcasters so do that if you feel like it, if you're inclined. And um, I think that's it. You know the other stuff about me. I don't think there's anything else. It's really the T-shirts thing that I had to hit. I had to hit that pretty hard because uh, trying to make a living here. No. Anyway, here's Amber Tozer, everyone. And we're off and running. <laughs> we are off and running. I've never started one that way. I think it's the way to do it. That should, I should have named this podcast we're off and running. Fuck. Do
0: I talk yet?
1: Yeah, you talk. This oh, okay. is free form. Yeah. Oh, okay. You talk when I say you talk. No, go ahead. Hi. Hi, Amber. I haven't seen you in years. Um, I'd say it's years, right?
0: Maybe two. The last time I saw you, I was in Denver for the High Plains Comedy Festival.
1: Yeah, I'm going to close my bathroom door. Hold on a second. <laughs>
0: Keep talking. Well, I need to... A- well, yeah, we were at High Plains, and you were maybe gonna go up. Remember, we were at the bar.
1: Um. Oh, yeah. There was like, and then people were talking and shit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, yes. I said, no, I don't want to do that.
0: Yeah, you were just like walking around. Did you
1: go that? Did you go on?
0: Yeah. You,
1: you, I think you I remember, saw me, yes. and you
0: said, "Great job." Oh my
1: god, that's just that rolls off the tongue, though.
0: <laughs> I just made that up. I don't know if you saw me or not.
1: I think I did see you, and he probably did do a great job. Uh, the. Uh, <laughs> What? <laughs> I gotta tell you something that's It doesn't have to do with you But I, I was talking to a woman on the phone yesterday And uh she pointed out She goes you have this thing you do Where you're looking for something to say So you stall and, and you go what uh <laughs> and, it, and I knew I did that But to hear her say it back to me Made me laugh hard So now I'm just gonna be self conscious Every time I say what uh
0: But do you think it's funny when you do it?
1: I've it heard probably, you do
0: that, and I think you think it's funny. I
1: probably... Oh, you're saying it's a little phony thing. You think? No, you think, funny. No, but phony in the sense that oh, I, well, like, I know I'm being like I'm pretending. Wow! Everyone's calling me on my shit today.
0: Because I've heard you do that before, and then you'll exaggerate it.
1: What? What?
0: And then you'll do it like five times in a row.
1: Really? Okay. Well, I'm glad we worked that part out. There you go. What brings you to New York?
0: Um, I am doing stuff for my book
1: you have a book called sober stick figure
0: yeah so i did a little book signing and i'm recording the audio book out here
1: really yeah so they fly out here
0: no i was already out here but they it's with audible and they have offices everywhere so i said i want to do it in new york while i'm here that's great i i'm nervous i'm supposed to do it tomorrow and then one day next week you get two days in the studio
1: and you have to read an entire book
0: yes i know I thought they would give me three days, but I'm just going to...
1: How many words is the book?
0: It's 60,000 words, but there's illustrations. So I had to... They wanted me to incorporate illustrations. So there's jokes within the illustrations. So I had to rewrite the illustrations in a way that I could read them. It's a lot of work.
1: You had to rewrite the illustrations?
0: Yeah, because there's dialogue. They're like little comics. Uh So So some of them have jokes that I could actually say.
1: So it's gonna be it's gonna be rough to translate it to an audiobook is what you're saying. But it's a memoir.
0: It is. It's sixty thousand words. Yeah. You, I could do it without the illustrations, but there's a lot of jokes in the illustrations.
1: So how do people? How do you read an illustration?
0: Well, there. If there's or two did characters talking. you just tell me talking, that and I wasn't listening? Well, you sh- look. Oh yeah. Look, I'll show you. I'm, show I'm me showing. The, you gave,
1: yeah, she gave me a copy of her book.
0: So. Let's say there's two characters talking. Yeah. Then I just read the jokes.
1: Oh, I see.
0: Yeah, like, I'm Jeff. I'm nice and normal and I have a steady job. And then I say, I'm Amber and I won't have sex with you unless you develop a drug problem or something. So that's like a joke.
1: I get it. I get that that's <laughs> a joke. I get jokes. No one gets jokes more than I do, Amber. So this is, how did you, because I have a book I'm writing and it's in a week. How did you, uh, how did you get to do a book? I know how I did because I'm famous, but you, <laughs> you... What's your book about? It's kind of like a road diary thing, you know, because I have such exciting times on the road.
0: And the first draft's due next
1: week? Yeah, there's lots of stuff about it. You know Thai food, and then that's that's it's just and about your meeting it's meeting Thai food on a in like forty different states. Did you make a short film about spices? I did make one about saffron, but let's yeah. talk about your book. <laughs> let's make a. Let's talk about your book, Amber. <laughs> it's, I know it's my podcast, but it's not all about me. I'm very guest friendly. So, how did you did you have to did you how did you get to write a book?
0: I tweeted a joke about needing a job, really? and this guy. Peter Steinberg responded, have you ever thought of writing a book? And I was like, oh, Steinberg. I better Google this dude. And... uh,
1: See, I got to stop you right there. You're like, because it's, he kind of pointed out that he had a Jewish last name. Oh, Steinberg, this guy might be the real deal.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because
1: he's Jewish. Yeah. And all people can help. Very. Jewish.
0: Yeah, I think every good Hollywood story starts with a Steinberg. <laughs> um, so I googled him, if, and he's this legit lit agent in New York. And we started talking and brainstorming, and we came up with this idea. It was actually his idea, because I was writing funny stuff about why are you looking at me like that.
1: Me. Yes. Oh no, that's it. I'm just looking. I, was, I thought that you were. I you thought look you were really...
0: like you're in pain. I always
1: look like I I'm can't, in
0: pain. I have to close All right. my eyes. All right.
1: look, close your eyes. <laughs> I have a sleep mask from the last first class flight I took. If you want to wear that, thing. this is
0: what you look like.
1: Oh, that's my face though. Come on, you know me.
0: I know, but your face has changed. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously, I can't. I could hardly keep talking because I thought you were hated what I was saying. No, I'm.
1: I'm interested. <gasps>
0: okay so um so we were we were brainstorming and then we came up with sober stick figure i wrote a proposal he sent it out and um a few publishers were interested uh-huh. and then we got a book deal that's great and then i wrote it yeah
1: how long was the proposal
0: the proposal was 50 pages. Holy
1: shit. I, I got off so easy. I don't even want to tell you what my proposal was. Tell me. Four pages. Why? Because you're famous? No, 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 no. I just think that, uh, I don't know, mine was maybe just a, a dumber idea. So I was like, it didn't need 50 pages to explain.
0: Well, yeah, I really had to sell myself. But there's there was illustrations in there, so it makes it longer. So I think without the illustrations, it would have been about 30 pages. <laughs>
1: oh the oh you mean But that's
0: the, how long they are like I was sent some s- samples and they were all about 30 pages. Cuz
1: that's that's what prevented me among other things also the not having an idea for a book prevented me from writing a book. I had the same thing where the guy helped me come up with an idea and basically he came up with the idea. An agent? Yeah. Yeah. But Was
0: it Peter Steinberg?
1: No, it was uh, Richard Abate. Ooh. <laughs> it's getting inside. It's getting <laughs> too inside. Too inside, too inside.
0: No, it's not.
1: So Cause I feel like that was that's always what kept me. Cause I met with another agent who, years ago, and he's like, he sent me examples of proposals, and I was like, oh, this is longer than any book I would read. This proposal, right? So, uh, so you were
0: like, I'm gonna write four pages and see what happens. That
1: was just a lucky break. I don't. I just got lucky, and I shouldn't have announced. I shouldn't have told you that after you told me you wrote fifty.
0: No, it's great. I think you should be celebrated.
1: I am celebrated for my luck.
0: Who's publishing it?
1: Uh, gallery Books. It's a imprint of. Simon & Schuster.
0: Nice. Who,
1: who, what are we looking at here?
0: Running Press. Running Press. Did press they do shot. Dave Hills' book also? Uh, or is that a different... Pre- I don't someone know. Someone
1: else with press in it. I That's great, though. So you, how long did it take you to write the book? Seven months. And what was your writing uh, discipline like?
0: I woke up at 5.30.
1: Holy shit.
0: I love writing in the morning. Yeah. I quit every, all my other jobs. I just had weird freelance writing uh-huh. gigs. And then I would write from 5.30 to 10.30. And then I would take a nap, and then I would edit in the afternoon. And then oh I, I would turn in two chapters a week. Well, I had to do two hundred I did two hundred fifty illustrations too.
1: No, that's impressive. Like I, I can write. I go to a coffee shop like hour and a half, and I feel like hey, I really got something done. Now I just have eleven hours before I go on stage. But that's how long? Great. How long is your book? It's going to be. Uh, I think it'll be pushing uh, now, approximately just under sixty thousand words. But that's before I do a uh, if I. Did they give you a lot of time to do like a rewrite after you turned it in? Six weeks. That's not bad. You can get something done in six weeks.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't. It wasn't too bad. I was terrified. Um, but it was. It wasn't that bad. They were really nice. I had to fight to keep a few things in, but for the most part, it was simple.
1: Why would you have to fight to keep things in? I thought didn't they didn't give you like control or are they.
0: No, they did, but like certain, there was like a few illustrations and just a few things that they were confused about, and I just would reword it and be like, "I want to keep it like that."
1: What about the title and what about the cover? Did you get any? Uh... Yeah, you notice I haven't even asked you what the book is about yet because I'm <laughs> I'm all business.
0: <laughs> You're very. Logistical. I like the cover. <laughs> kind of it's
1: kind of uh, lean and mean. It pops. Yeah. It's... Uh... I like lean and mean things.
0: I like that it doesn't have a jacket. It's hardcover, and I like that it doesn't have a jacket.
1: Oh, that's true.
0: Yeah, it's, a more ca- it's
1: like a casual hardcover,
0: right? And it looks like it would be a fun gift.
1: Yeah, it, does. it has a, it has a, it has a good. Yeah.
0: They yeah they gave me three. They turned they showed me two, and I liked them. But one of them had pink on it. Uh-huh. Like there was pink letters. I was like, I'm not. I don't want to do pink just because I don't like pink. It's I don't want to, I don't have anything to do with pink. So um, and the other one was too busy. And then they sent me this one, and I really liked it.
1: I like it. Now, what about the title? Did you come up with that?
0: No, Peter did. Um, he he came up with it.
1: <laughs> did, you have, did you have titles of your own?
0: <laughs> no, uh, no, that was it. I mean, we were brainstorming for like a week, and I was sending him because I, I write about recovery, and I try to be funny. And then I was working on a comic book. And he said, oh, do you illustrate? I said, I can maybe draw a stick figure. And the next day he emailed me and he said, I could sell a book called Sober Stick Figure. It's like Diary of a Wimpy Kid, but for adults.
1: Oh, wow. This guy's good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's really good. And he was so nice. He was he was so kind to me the whole time. I've never met anyone that was so helpful. That's great. Yeah.
1: Did um, you and you did a book tour?
0: Yeah, that's why I'm here. I did a little one.
1: Did you? you where were you here?
0: I did Powerhouse Arena.
1: What is that? I don't even know what that is.
0: It's in Dumbo. It's okay. a bookstore. It's like a loft space with... Oh. It's really cool. It's closing
1: this month, though. It is? Mm-hmm. Well, that sucks.
0: I know. Are you going to do a book tour?
1: Yeah, I want to. Yeah. I um, I definitely want to. I don't know how I'm going to do it, like whether it'll be like massive, and then I'll do a show, and then do a, a signing. Right. I kind of... I mean... I would love to not do a show. Yeah, <laughs> but just then you're a just reading. like why you're in the town, and it's like it's kind of crazy not to do a show.
0: It's going to be great because you, I mean, well, you could do your book tour, but even you know, say your book tour is over, you can always sell books right after. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun
1: traveling with 400 pounds of books.
0: Have them shipped to the.
1: I know, and then sell six <laughs> of them. <laughs> did you sell? So did you sit there at the table and do the signing and all that? Yeah. Was that fun?
0: It was fun. It was a little overwhelming. Well, that's was good. Like, that means
1: a lot of people lined up then.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In LA, a bunch of people showed up. I did LA, Pueblo, my hometown, Denver, and New York. And then I think I'm going to do something in San Francisco. Um, but it was fun. It's just overwhelming to, to sign stuff. Uh-huh. Like. Welcome well, to you, my world. I know. How do you feel about
1: it? Oh, you know, it's just part of the deal. You know I mean? I tell younger comics, that, you know, it's just a good problem to have. <laughs> no, I mean, I sign like four things after my show, so it's not like it's not like oh, my wrist, my wrist hurts.
0: But with your book, it'll be yeah, different. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, it'll be at least.
1: I don't 50 have fifty people. I don't have. Do you monitor like your sales and stuff?
0: Well, I don't have access to everything yet. I'll get a report after six months. But Amazon, they have this thing called Author Central. And you can sort of track weekly, but it drives me crazy because it, it it updates every ten days, uh-huh. and um. So, but I don't want to obsess about it. I don't want it right. to be like this other thing that I check to see if it's doing well.
1: Do they? Um, do they? They tell you exactly how many it's sold?
0: No, they. I think it's about seventy five percent, but it doesn't include ebooks and it doesn't include libraries. It doesn't include, um other bookstores and it includes I think Barnes and Noble and Target but my my books are Barnes and Noble but it's not at Target.
1: Do you have a general idea how much how it's selling or if it's selling well?
0: No, it's not selling well. Oh, it isn't? No, no. No, no it's doing okay. Right. But I um but it's not like shooting to the top. No, I think it's okay. There's ton, there's there's 8 million books on Amazon. Yeah. So it's there's tons of competition.
1: I think, I mean, I hope you appreciate that you just wrote a book. That's fucking cool. Yeah. And you got it published. Do you, um, why don't you tell us about the book? <laughs> people are like, man, Mr. 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 Contracts and sales figures. You fucking wrote a book. Why don't you ask her about the book, you fucking asshole? That's people talking to me.
0: Your committee. So is this is
1: about your. Is this basically about you becoming sober.
0: Mm-hmm. It talks about my childhood and high school, college, my crazy times in New York, and then getting sober in L.A. Sort of just
1: uh-huh. in order. Was it hard to uh, remember all that stuff?
0: You know, I remember, like, the book moved along in sort of the big emotional moments. So I, there's there's thousands of stories that I don't remember because I was so drunk. Mm-hmm. But in the book, it's sort of these big things that that happened to me and then tiny little drunk stories throughout but yeah there's a lot of stuff that I don't remember but I remember how I felt during the during the fun times and during the horrible times so I just try to explain that
1: because I knew you when you were drinking I don't remember you being particularly a mess or anything
0: I know everyone everyone is saying that when when maybe,
1: maybe this whole thing's a fraud to <laughs> yeah you. I'm faking it you're like I had, I had one beer yeah
0: you. But I uh, but I hear uh, sob- sobriety's trendy, so I'm going to hop on it. No. Well, that's the thing. A lot of alcoholics aren't, like, getting DUIs or starting fights. There's a whole world of people who just drink and keep the darkness to themselves.
1: Is there a specific definition of, like, it's not, like, number of drinks, is it? Like, there's people who can have six drinks a night and do their job and perform surgery and...
0: Yeah, that's probably a functioning alcoholic. Six drinks? Eh, I don't know. Th- there's this weird line between heavy drinkers and alcoholics, and it drives me nuts because you can't take a blood test and say, you know, you're an alcoholic. You, mm-hmm. It's sort of self-diagnosed, and it's a m- mental illness. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. Six drinks a ni- every night?
1: I mean, I just picked that at random. That is, That would be a lot. That would be that 42 is a drinks a week. Yeah. I'm a math whiz. That's pretty good. People are like, you probably whipped out your phone and used it, punched on, got on the calculator for seven times six. No, I did not. I was all over that. Do you think you'll write another book?
0: I don't know. I can't even think about it right now. Yeah,
1: let's get back to this one. So were there any things where you're like, you remember like, I'm not telling that story or is this just full on?
0: Yeah, there were a couple things.
1: You're allowed to a little. You're allowed to have some privacy.
0: Yeah, I'm like that one's just for me and that other person. <laughs> <laughs> I, I talked to this one one friend of mine, and and we both agreed that we didn't want it in there. We're still friends. Was there
1: anyone? That's a good question. Do you, do you have to change names? Yeah. See, I haven't gotten to that point where they're going to go. Yeah, you have to.
0: Are there a lot of people? Are there a lot of stories with your friends in there or ex-girlfriends? People i run into
1: and stuff, and you know, people who I friends who I know in various cities that I went yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's nothing. I'm not trashing anyone.
0: Right, right. right.
1: And yeah. There's no. It's nothing overly personal.
0: Yeah, that's. I love to. I'd say half the names the same, like my friends and family that there's not no beef with, and then a few. Where we didn't, there wasn't a lot of arguments, and I'm not trashing them, but I did drugs and I drank with them, so right, I so changed her name. Yeah, right. yeah. You
1: yeah. don't want them sort of identified. Right. That's classy of you. Did your, was there like a legal, was like a lawyer look it over?
0: Yeah. And I had a long phone call, and she's like, changes, changes, changes. Who's oh this? God, I'm Who's so this?
1: not looking forward to that call.
0: It was, it it wasn't that bad. It'll just be like, change this, tell me more about this person, da-da-da-da, change their name or not.
1: If you change the name, do you say that you're changing the name? Do you go I'm calling this person?
0: Chinese? Um no. No. You don't have to. It's
1: a weird it's a weird detail for me to be hung up on. <laughs> I realize that. I realize that. What else do I have on my list? Uh what <laughs> uh <I> did it.
0: <laughs> so
1: how long have you been sober? Eight years. Wow, that's great. I know. Is it a daily battle? Is that the worst? That's the worst question I've ever, you've ever been asked. But are you laughing at the terribleness of the question? Are you laughing at how often people... The way you
0: said it. (laughs) That's
1: that's what I do. I take a pretty mundane question. I put a little cute inflection on it. And there you go. It's me in a nutshell.
0: It was almost like you thought that you should like that's a question you ask you know what? I'll I'll tell you what
1: might be going on is that generally I don't have a conversation as heavy as even we've gotten
0: oh really yeah
1: I'm not that I'm a frivolous I am a frivolous dumb man no that's not true but this I've never usually it's just a comic and we talk about comedy road and yeah which we can talk about as well But so I don't usually ask. So I'm probably self conscious and like feel like I'm invading people's privacy. No,
0: it's good. This this is I love like the deep stuff. Really? Because I don't really. I mean, what what are you going to talk to me about comedy yet? Like I'm not that great at it.
1: That's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about why you're bad at it. (laughs) That'll be a that'll that'll be be the worst question. Why are you so bad at comedy? (laughs) Why um so is it a daily battle? I'll repeat that question.
0: Um. It's not a, I think in the beginning, maybe like the first six months, it's so bizarre. Uh-huh. It's so bizarre. I felt like it was weird because I woke up and I just didn't want to drink anymore. So my mind went from being like, I have to drink. I have to drink. When am I going to drink? Okay, just wait another hour and then it'll be, you know, it'll be like an appropriate. Mm-hmm. So to, to being like, I cannot drink. I need to ask for help. I need to figure this out. So it went from it was an extreme shift and then I sort of had to um, retrain my brain basically. And that took a long time, but now after 8 years, I you know, I went through weird I went through like you euphor- I was so happy. I was so happy to like give it up. I was thrilled and I was thrilled to be honest about it and I was thrilled to have help. And then um and then I started sort of expecting things, being like, "Well, I quit drinking. Why? Why isn't everything? Why aren't I living my dreams? Uh-huh. Or why don't I have it?" I just you wanted to be the answer
1: to everything. Oh my st- god! Yeah, because you thought it ruined everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I can be deep.
0: That was good. That
1: was fucking. that's.
0: Do you go to therapy?
1: I do, and I think I've already talked about it on this. So you didn't ask me a horribly personal question. Do you go? No. Really? mm But do you go to meetings? Am I allowed to mm-hmm. ask you that since you wrote a book about it? Mm-hmm. What goes on at these meetings?
0: They're fascinating.
1: Is it just war stories? Just like I...
0: It's half war stories, half inspiration. Some, they're so different. They're all so different. You know, I, I feel like meetings are like comedy shows. Sometimes I'm like, this is horrible horrible and other times it's like one of my shows it's like a todd berry <laughs> show and you are just, just walking on air enthralled. when you leave
1: yeah yeah so yeah. sometimes it's just a chore to go to the meet how often do you go three times a week really i like it though no i wasn't that wasn't I, did that come across shitty I
0: no a little i just, I just think people, people are like went, eight years what do you people are like well then you get addicted to meetings how long is Da-da-da. each meeting an hour but um, do you speak at these meetings sometimes
1: Are there celebrities at these meetings
0: Sometimes.
1: I'm not gonna ask for their names because no,
0: just... <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed
1: to be anonymous, but here goes. Just for exclusive. Here's an exclusive. It's supposed to be anonymous, but here goes. I'll just tell you what show they're on.
0: <laughs> yeah. And
1: the role they play. Yeah. And then uh, their
0: character's name. And
1: their last name. <laughs> but you can take it from So an hour day and you what would make you speak? Like after eight years, what do you have to say? Um you well, re- you
0: can either be the speaker of the meeting.
1: Oh, there's only one speaker.
0: Uh huh. Usually, I mean, there's different formats, but usually,
1: how do you fight over that Shan?
0: There's a. It's very. <laughs> I don't know if I'm like. It's very organized and um, simple. There, you get booked basically.
1: Oh, it's like It's like it's like a, like a book show. Yeah
0: but then then there's time for sharing for everyone to like raise their hand and you get a few minutes. So if something's driving me bananas, like if I got an argument with somebody or it's usually someone else that's bugging me where I'm like I need to talk about it and then you just raise your hand or if something good happens I like to be like I'm not I can't believe this happened. So um
1: so you don't necessarily respond to the person who who's
0: you can, you could say, I like what you said that I really related to the part about your childhood, blah, blah, blah. It
1: reminds me of something about that myself. really doesn't <laughs> relate to you at all, but I'm just <laughs> pretending that I'm bouncing off of what you said when I had this ready to go before I even heard you talk. <laughs> wow. It's
0: half that, but sometimes I'm like, I'll be in there, I'm like, oh, I'm not sharing today. But then the speaker is so incredible where I'm like, I have got to say something because it struck a chord.
1: I've done like festivals on the road and they'll put a sheet in the welcome package and it'll say, you know, friends of Bill W meeting.
0: Oh. At this
1: place. So like, that's do you ever sweet. do that on the road? You ever go to them on the road?
0: Um, I don't go on the road, Todd. Or when you travel. I'm when bad you're at like, comedy. Yeah, I go. Not a lot.
1: Like when you're on your book tour, did you go to meetings? Yeah. Is that weird where you're just like, because everyone knows each other at the ones you go to and I
0: right? love it. I like it. And everyone's so nice. Everyone's really cool. Do you
1: sell your books at the meeting?
0: Oh, my God. Could you imagine? I'd be like,
1: hi, everyone. Uh, here's why I'm here. I, I know a lot about AA. So much that I wrote a book about
0: it. It's, my book isn't uh, about AA. I happen
1: to bring 15 copies of it. Um, I have a Sharpie. 20 books. <laughs> line up right here. Use the $20 Cash you're going to spend card. on coffee today and cigarettes and line up. A lot of AA people, they smoke. They, everyone smokes, though, right?
0: Mm, I'd say 20% smoke.
1: Really? Man was I off by 80%. But I
0: live in LA, so it's a lot of people
1: People don't smoke in LA?
0: They do, but not as Really? Yeah, I think a lot of people smoke in New York. Oh. Huh. I quit smoking. Remember? I used I used to I quit smoking a month after I quit drinking. I sound like a really I just heard myself.
1: What? On, like yeah.
0: I'm a goody too. Sometimes I get so nervous that uh, that I think I don't. Want, I think my biggest fear is sounding self-righteous. No, you haven't. You haven't oh, even, okay, not even close.
1: Okay, good. No, you weren't like I uh, quit smoking too, and you can do it easily. I did it <laughs> You just said I quit smoking, which is a good thing.
0: Yeah, I was ch- right after I quit drinking. I was chain smoking,
1: uh-huh.
0: and I just grossed myself out. And then I, pull, I I was out of smokes, and then I pulled into a Seven Eleven. I was going to visit Martha Kelly. I'm going to drop a name. Yeah, I know Martha. And I pulled into a Seven Eleven, and I was going to go buy a pack of smokes. And I said, "I'll smoke tomorrow."
1: Ooh, that's how it starts, right?
0: And then I did that till the cravings went away.
1: And then you wow, yeah. So you didn't read a book, you didn't do anything.
0: I read Alan Carr's The Easy Way to I Quit heard that's Smoking. That's a good book. But I read it. Six years ago, and it
1: didn't
0: work. It worked for six weeks, but then I remembered some tricks. Like the, I learned that cravings only last around five minutes. Uh-huh. I mean, they're going to come again, but if you can make it through, because they're so physical, uh-huh. they're so physical, um, almost more than alcohol. For you know, I mean, but they only last five minutes. So I, so I was like okay this is strong now but it's gonna go away in five minutes and that helped me a lot
1: so when you read the book it didn't completely it only temporarily made you quit mm-hmm and then you just but I
0: was still drinking so oh, I'd get see, hammered AA. and then just forget
1: now aren't there um aren't there sort of alternatives to aA where there's like isn't there like a moderation movement yeah well how do you feel about that
0: I say if you can do it go for it oh that's interesting but I, I, w- I wouldn't want to try it. I believe the person who started it... Um. God, I hope this is right, because this is a horrible story. But she got drunk and killed somebody. She was, drink- she was drinking and driving, killed somebody, and then killed herself. Because she wasn't moderating.
1: Yeah, that would be a story you'd want to be accurate.
0: <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> it, is. Think it, it is.
1: It is. Well, we didn't give her name, so... No. But... Okay.
0: Yeah. So, but I think you know they say there's a line between there's such thing as like heavy drinkers and alcoholics, but I wouldn't want. I don't. I wouldn't want to be a heavy drinker either because you drink every day and you're still hungover. You know. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's very confusing and it's very tricky and it's very baffling.
1: I've never met anyone in the moderation movement. So really, I've only only met people in AA. Yeah, and I publish their names on my website. <laughs> that's that was not, not, not funny. So, <laughs> how, how was your your signing at the powerhouse? Was it powerhouse? Is that what's called? Cool? It was good. Yeah. How many people showed up? Forty-five. That's good.
0: It was pretty good
1: for New York when there's maybe 80 was, million things to do.
0: Maybe it was thirty-five.
1: That is that's weak. No. <laughs>
0: No, it was good. I had a lot of fun, and I I um, show my illustrations. I sort of want to do a solo show now because I like I want to do a multimedia solo show, and then I can sell my books after because I have to do something after this. You know, I'm gonna I, I'm doing this thing. I'm going to London. It got published in the UK. Oh, I, do, I was jealous. just in London. You were?
1: Yeah, I love London. I'm going for a bit. Have you ever been?
0: Yeah, but I was drunk. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. Wow.
1: So they're flying you there?
0: Mhm. Uh, yeah, the, uh Blink Publishing is is the UK publisher. Uh-huh. And I'm going over there and I'm going to do BBC Breakfast, a morning oh. show. I know I'm not getting big huge press here, no. What? Well, I'm gonna. I, I have some stuff, but the UK is being really nice to me.
1: That's great. How yeah. long are you going to be there?
0: I'm going to be over there for 2 weeks, but I just have a few days of things for the book
1: but they're putting you up for two weeks
0: no they're putting me up for a few nights and then i have friends over there
1: what hotel you staying in
0: i don't know it's four stars that's all i remember really Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh
1: any business class
0: i don't know
1: get your miles
0: i have i have the itinerary but um british airways
1: i think there's they're partners with americans so you can uh,
0: hey (laughs)
1: <laughs> if you do that kind of thing. I talk about that on every show with every guest, no matter what they're talking about. Do you
0: have miles with, what's your favorite airline?
1: I'm kind of a United guy, if anyone works for them. Not that, but you know, it's just because of where I ended up. It's not like, oh, United has the best plane. It's like, it's actually, I wish Virgin America flew everywhere.
0: Oh, I love that's, Virgin. That's a good the airline. The air feels clean. Doesn't yeah, the air feel clean? purple lighting. Oh, I really love Virgin. They don't go to Denver. No. It's horrible. I don't understand why. That Denver
1: airport's bananas, huh?
0: It is bananas. Giganto. It is. And you have to, and there's weird paintings and they say that there's this underground world.
1: Someone, yeah, I heard that. Is that, does anyone ever prove that or is that just something? Maybe I'll try to What do they mean an underground? It. Is it just an underground like infrastructure-y kind of like uh In they, case,
0: you know, a war breaks out, all the rich people are going to go there. The 1%. Everyone's going to head to the airport? The 1%. Oh, so
1: that would be me and who else? Me, Trump and uh, Paul McCartney will <laughs> be at the Denver airport. <laughs> Hanging out. Damn. So, yeah. so London's fun. I love London.
0: When you well you perform there a lot, right?
1: I performed there quite a few times.
0: And do they put you up in fancy hotels?
1: No, I had to I actually um, had an Airbnb when I they put me in an Airbnb, like and I walked in. It was, it was fine, and it was on a really nice block, really fun, like, block with all sorts of restaurants and stuff. And then I walked in, and I I uh, went to the bathroom, and I kind of lifted the toilet, and the toilet, like, was unhinged. Not unhinged the way I am unhinged, but, like, actually off the hinges, and it was just, like...
0: From the not, floor? What do you no, mean? Just, no,
1: just the toilet seat.
0: Oh, oh,
1: oh. It was just the thing. Is like, you know, it was... It was just what I wanted to see, so I could say I'm not staying here. Uh It was, and also the internet didn't work, so I felt a little trapped. And so, what'd you do? I wrote to the promoter, and I said, uh, "Can't stay here."
0: Did they help you out?
1: Yeah, yeah, they were very accommodating. Oh, nice. I moved to a hotel, and probably will lose money because I moved to a hotel. But but that's just an interesting, interesting, interesting story that I told you. (laughs) <laughs> what about your stand-up? Have you been doing much stand-up? Because you're funny.
0: Thanks. No, I stopped doing it. I don't know if it was. I don't like the. I don't like doing it in LA.
1: Why is that? I don't know. I, I like just, this topic.
0: I just. I like the comics in LA. Uh-huh. There, I have a lot of friends that I adore that are comics that are there but collectively as a community everyone is in the industry so everyone in the audience is in the industry so there's no normal people just there to have a good time everyone is there because when you watch stand-up you're sort of studying it yeah Yeah, it's not you know even if you think something's funny you're not going to really laugh out loud so i i can't i don't know so it just started to get to me but i'm glad i'm so happy that i moved there because i um because I think if I stayed in New York, I would have just kept doing stand-up, which I, if, if I'm being completely honest, it's not my favorite, mm-hmm. like, uh, and I don't want to do that kind of, like, I, I've paid attention over the past 15 years, I see my friends who are my age who are still doing it and love it, they get up all the time, and they do it, and they do it, and they do it, and they're not tired of it. Right. And I was like, I just, lo- I like to, I love writing. So I think that I, I'm glad that I moved to LA because I sort of, I forced my. You have to force yourself to like branch out and do other things because if you just do stand up for me anyway, I was like, this is, m- I'm miserable just because stand up you could, you sort of feel like you're doing something. You're like, oh well, I did four shows this week, right? But it, for me, I, I was, it was, it was getting me nowhere. And I and I had to admit to myself that I don't like what kind of work do I want to do? Yeah, I'll wake up at five thirty every morning and chip away at a book, but I do not want to go to shows. You you have the opposite
1: mentality of a comic. The comics like, ooh, I'll I'll go to sleep at five thirty. Yeah, wake up whenever I wake up.
0: I am not a stand-up. Okay. But I like the idea of,
1: of doing a, a one-person type show.
0: I think it'll be fun.
1: The, the Mike Birbiglia route, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. I Well, I think doing the book stuff has really inspired me to sort of just – because it was so easy for me to get up there and talk because I, everything was already prepared and I had visuals and it was it felt awesome. Right.
1: It's not going to be a hostile crowd at, at the tattered sleeves yeah. or wherever you're at.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It was it. I was like, "Oh, this is this is this feels great."
1: What I'm concerned about with my book tour is I feel like the idea of reading something when you're oh. so used to just kind of going out there looking them in the eye and talking sounds uh excruciating.
0: Well, I think you would be good at when you're reading it
1: making little comments.
0: Riff, yeah. Yeah. For sure. And I'll be
1: like, "Hey, just assume these riffs are in the book, <laughs> but they're not. The book is boring, but these riffs <laughs> they'll be in the These revised are the riffs version. that I wish I could put in right now as I'm reading this I realize how I should have riffed while I was writing do you find it different like I do find it different like I find when I'm writing I sometimes seems really stiff my writing and like I went to the to the Thai restaurant after the show and it's I wouldn't I mean that's not a great example of stiff but just not very conversational right and then I sort of have to take a step back and just talk it out a little bit
0: well yeah so you you write out the facts that happened like this is what happened yeah. in order yeah and then you can go back and add some flavor
1: yeah that's kind of what I do
0: well how do you write when you write a joke is it mostly on stage or is it it's just mostly when you... on stage I yeah. mainly
1: I get an idea and I I talk it out sometimes. Right before I walk on, I'll think like the other day. I thought of an idea like right before I walked on, and I like tried it, and I was excited.
0: What was it?
1: I'm not gonna wait till my next special comes out uh. in nine years, and you'll uh, <laughs> you will be able to check that out. But so you don't miss you know Do you ever go on?
0: Once in a while, I'll do storytelling shows. Um, but it's it's been a while, and I I've I've. Been on and off for a while, and so I say if I miss it, I'll just start doing it again, and that's happened. Where I was like, you know what, I get because L.A. can if you're not doing anything, you're
1: it's a it's a lonely city, isn't it?
0: It really is. I think to be happy in L.A., you have to be really busy doing a job that you love. Because even if you get a job like a writing job and you're a writer, Uh and you hate it, it's bad even though you're making money. Mm-hmm. Not that I've been in that position a lot, but I have I've met a lot of people who are writing on a show and they hate it. Um, but but if you don't have anything going on, it's a very it's a very tough city to try to like make things happen.
1: What area do you live in? West Hollywood. Live by yourself?
0: No. I have a two bedroom and I have a roommate.
1: Oh yeah? Mhm. What's who was your roommate?
0: My roommate is Mike. And I love him.
1: You do? Uh-huh. Let's hear about Mike.
0: He, he I met him on Twitter. He has, he has a hundred, over a hundred thousand Twitter followers. What's his full? Uh, sh- shut up Mike Gin, Mike Gin, G-I-N-N.
1: Wow. Shut up
0: Mike Gin. He's so, he's in his late twenties. He's writing for At Midnight. He is a good guy. Like he's, he's great. I, I am to the point where I want to li- live alone, and I probably could live alone financially. I would have to really, like, budget myself, but he's great.
1: So he doesn't get in your way, really? Nah. And it's a two-bedroom house?
0: No. Two-bedroom apartment, two-bath, pretty decent, way bigger than your place. No, just
1: kidding. It might be. Probably. <laughs> I'm it. just kidding. If you want to make me feel bad, go ahead. You know, whatever you need to do, Amber, I, mean, I,
0: I love your new place.
1: The, um... I want to hear more. So, how long has you have you been living with him?
0: Nine months.
1: Have you ever had a fight with him?
0: No. He's great.
1: He's a good dude.
0: He's cool.
1: He's probably a fan of mine too. Probably right.
0: Oh, for sure,
1: for sure. <laughs> well, <that> was obnoxious. <laughs> I no, can... he's he doesn't get
0: on my nerves. I'm trying to think. He's he's probably the first room uh, roommate that. Nah. I used to live with Aaron Foley. She didn't get on my nerves.
1: She's nice. I haven't seen her in many years.
0: She's very nice. She's still out in L.A. She's doing well.
1: So are you going to look for, uh, what are you going to do once the book thing settles down a bit?
0: I don't know. We're pitching it as a show.
1: Has anyone optioned
0: it? No. My conference call today was with a studio, but they canceled of course
1: so the let's <laughs> they so, were rescheduled so let's just go over what happened you were supposed to be here earlier then you like Todd I have a conference call I was like all right LA Miss, I know. all right Miss LA you have a conference call I haven't had one of those in like six years but hey have your conference call and then now I'm finding out that the conference call got canceled so you could have come by earlier
0: um yeah but it, but it was too like I didn't want to I didn't want
1: to be like, hey, can we switch back?
0: Yeah, I just was like, if you were okay with five, no, 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 it was, fine. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's two right now. I mean, you. Should... But it's rescheduled and it'll probably be rescheduled again. So it's again. The
1: studio. Can't they option it for like not a lot of money? Like, wouldn't they just scoop it up and go, it's ours?
0: Yeah, I guess. But I don't. I don't know anything about this stuff, honestly.
1: It's a good title. It's going to be it could be a good a movie maybe. Yeah, a good movie or a T Oh, you want think a TV show. Yeah. gritty, right? All these all the drunk stories and stuff.
0: But that's the thing. I wouldn't want it to be like it alcohol cuz there's a lot of alcoholic type stuff happening. I think it I think cuz the thing that is different with my memoir than other alcoholic memoirs, it's not that grit like I wasn't doing heroin. I wasn't, yeah, yeah. you know, I wasn't in jail i wasn't too slutty i was just this party girl who ended up like suicidal but i was under the radar like nobody knew nobody knew how bad it was and um but cuz i think i cuz people are good at hiding it yeah you know cuz i have other friends who have gotten sober and they're like nobody knew especially women i think women are really good at hiding it
1: i've had 7 drinks since we've been talking <laughs>
0: You're good. See, that's how I would be after seven drinks. I've
1: had seven Long Island iced teas, <laughs> f- five shot drinks. So, like, I've had thirty-five shots of alcohol since I started talking. Can you go to bars now? Yeah. Are there people who can't go to bars?
0: Some people don't want to. I mean, why would you? But as a comic or performer, right. artist, you or have you just to end go up there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. I, because I, I mean the. You're a minority if you're sober. I don't I the world's not going to adjust to me, right. you know.
1: Sometimes I'll go to like a fancy bar on the road and I'll have maybe one glass of wine and then I'll go. They'll have all those juices and potions. I'll go, "Can you make me something without alcohol? Make me something fun." And they'll go, "Yes, we can." Cuz I'm sure everyone well, like has. Like a fruity. To. Just like a, you know, here's it. How about a ginger limeade? How about <laughs> that? That sounds great. <laughs> and no one knows. Everyone thinks I'm drinking like a cool dude. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. I was so worried that ev- what everyone would think when I quit drinking, especially in the comedy world, and nobody gives a
1: shit. That's I've always, uh even though I've never been like these guys, says just say no. It really, it's true. Like no one gives a sh- no one's gonna. Everyone who smokes cannot smoke and be just as happy. If you're hanging out with someone who's giving you shit because you don't smoke. Then that's someone that's a good yeah. test of who you should hang out with.
0: Right, right. Yeah,
1: no one gives a shit. That's if a good example. Drinks, or...
0: they don't care what's in your glass. Nobody, they're thinking about themselves.
1: There are people though, like Bullies? I mean, like if someone tells me they don't drink, I, I don't. I mean, I will almost never ask why because I feel like it's saying, well, it can be one. It's like there's like three answers. They've never wanted a drink. It's not their thing. They don't enjoy it, or they had a problem. Yeah. So wait, why? Because some people I think they treat you like you're a freak when you're like. Does that happen to you where people are like, why don't you drink?
0: Yeah, some people really dig in, and other people are like, that's cool. But the people who dig in or the people who have a huge reaction to it usually are big drinkers. And they want to know, like, how do you, you know?
1: Yeah. How does that's because it's like, how does what is in my glass affect your life at all if I'm drinking water or a mocktail? doesn't have, drink whatever go drink your fucking nine drinks motherfucker right <laughs> i just had an eighth drink while i did that
0: well i think it's as you get older nobody really cares right. i think that young when you're younger it's sort of that frat that's how boy everyone mentality everyone knows a bunch of
1: people who who don't drink oh
0: yeah I think it's it's becoming a little bit trendy.
1: I remember years ago. I don't know if this is interesting. That's probably not. But I'm going to say it. I <laughs> I was at a bar somewhere. It was after a show. And there was a woman. There was a comic. I guess she's an AA. And I, I ordered a beer. And I just took like three sips. And then just, I said, I'm ready. I I'm. I think I'm going to leave. And she's like, I can never do what you just did right there. Yeah. That's when I knew I didn't have a problem. Right. And then I went and did a bunch of heroin. <laughs> 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 I did a bunch of heroin because I was like I don't need this beer man I got fucking heroin waiting for me at the Hampton Inn <laughs> what <up>? a <laughs> I did another what a uh, let me think I, I've asked you everything on my list so I guess you gotta go now Now. bye so, is there anything you want to um, promote or plug besides the book That can get everywhere do you read the reviews
0: um, yeah, they're all good on Amazon. Oh my God.
1: What? Oh, this is going to be, this is going to be a good way to end this podcast.
0: So my family has been really cool about it because I wrote about, you know, there's been a few members that have died of alcoholism were were sweet, but very dysfunctional. And I was worried that someone was going to be upset. So I had, uh, my mom and my sister and everyone read it to be like, is this, is this cool? I want to know, did I exaggerate? I don't want to like, mm-hmm. I love you. I don't want this to be a problem, but I also want to be honest. Like, I'm not going to be, I want, if I'm going to write this, I need to tell everybody what, you know, yeah. the deal. And they were like, no, it's great. We love it. You know, my mom was like, well, too much information for a mom. Right. But she was, she was supportive. So it's out there in the world. And there's this site called, do we have time? Do I yeah, have too to time. Yeah, we have two Okay, right. so I am. Um, so there's a site called Goodreads and it's uh-huh, Yeah, it's it's like Rotten Tomatoes for, for books. Right. So I get this notification that my Aunt Pam joined Goodreads. And I was like, oh it's cause it's hooked to Facebook, so anytime okay. one of my Facebook okay. friends joins, yeah. um, I just get a notification. So then I get another notification that she gave my book two out of five stars. And I was like, I was singing Aunt Pam, okay.
1: Maybe she didn't understand how it worked. I'm, I'm listening.
0: Oh my god. No, because that's her but but she has Aunt Pam is Republican. Close my I'm not close with her. She lives in Florida. But she but I've never had any huge beef with her yeah. either. I see her like once a year. Um So I call her. Yeah. I call her. Oh, I like this. And I'm like I'm like did my book offend you? And she's like, "Oh yeah, well I joined that site, Goodreads." And I said, "Yeah." I said, "You you gave me a low rating." I said, "What?" I said, "I want to know if my book offended you because I wrote about them." But I said, and "I, I could have said horrible things, right. but I didn't." Right. I said, "I was very vanilla when I wrote about them." So I was like, "What? What's what?" You know, she says. She said, well, I didn't write anything bad. I said, I know, but you gave me two out of five. She goes, well, I didn't really know what I was doing. I don't know how to use computers. I said, you created an account. <laughs> you found my book out of millions of books. My book is the only one you rated. And you yeah. gave it a low rating. Like, my ego is out of control. Like, I I got really upset. And um, I said, why would you do that? I'm like, you're my aunt. I said, and you didn't even call me to talk about it? And, um, I said, I would never do that to a niece ever. It's, it's a book about recovery. Like what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. And she was like, well, I didn't know. I don't know how to use a computer I said, I don't believe you. I said, I do not believe that you don't know how to use a computer. You're on Facebook constantly. Yeah. You know how to post stuff. You know that a force. You know how to
1: give two stars. You could know how to give five stars.
0: Yeah. I said, why even do anything? Yeah. What, just tell your friends that you don't like it. I don't care. I said I expect people not to like it. I said what? I said I'm your niece, and uh, she, I said no. I said tell me did did my book offend you? She's like, well, you know, it's not really a book for me. I definitely wouldn't give it five stars. And I was like, oh my god. And then I and then I uh, I called my cousin, and she was like her daughter, right. and I said, why? What? what is wrong with her? said, so what is wrong with her? She said, well, she doesn't really like drinking and smoking pot. I said, it's a book about recovering from all that. Like I was like <laughs> screaming. <Yeah. laughs> but then I was, then I, you know, then I'm a crazy person.
1: Right, for, for. Recent- Putting all that effort into every uh, review.
0: Oh my God.
1: Well, you so know. I understand why that's. It's weird that you create an account.
0: My book is the only one. When but she, she could have
1: easily just not created not an account. Not created and just an account. Hated it.
0: Yes. So anyway, my entire family's mad at her. Um, oh, I like that. Oh, oh. Let's hear the dirt
1: about her that you didn't want to. Uh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> well, let's get a little revenge on her. Did she. I wonder if she can go back and change it.
0: she can but i my cousin was like should we go back and my my cousin was like i think she was gonna give you three stars and then write why she didn't give you five she goes do you want us to go i said no i'm like no i don't want anything to do with any anything anymore but then i was laughing at myself because i get all these other nice reviews like i completely fuck fuck
1: off with your five stars i gotta call my aunt work this shit out with my aunt yeah fuck yeah you, you liked it you loved it it helped you that's great call my aunt Yeah. leave me alone with your five star <laughs> I know I get I, I, I sometimes like read good reviews of my shows and there's like one moment where they go and there was a little you know it, it wasn't always good like what, what do you mean it wasn't always good oh Like, and then it's like a four star review and you're like what the fuck was that right and then you gotta go you know I'd be happy that someone's even talking about
0: yeah, it yeah that's right that's right
1: um, you don't have a website, do you? Yeah, I do. Oh, it is, Amber. I went to it. Amber Tozer, it leads you right to the book.
0: Yeah, AmberTozer.com, and then on, I'm on Twitter.
1: You're good on Twitter.
0: Thanks.
1: Do you think having a lot of Twitter followers helped you sell a book? Because I've, I've been told that that actually helps.
0: For, I, without Twitter, I wouldn't have. Well, that's where I met Peter.
1: That's so cool, like, that that was all it, I mean, not that all it took, but you probably weren't in a million years thinking... If, I, if the right guy reads this right person reads this and it, i'm gonna have a book deal
0: and it was like a joke joke it wasn't necessarily like i need a job oh, it was a
1: specific joke
0: yeah it What's was ju- i think it, it was like oh just just bombed an interview or i just said oh i just had an interview told him my strengths were being angry perverted and spiritual now i'm selling stuff on craigslist like yeah like i bombed the interview now i'm selling shit so that's what he responded to. But that's so crazy because tweets move fast yeah. down the timeline. What if he yeah, wasn't like if there? He, if what if he, he never saw no, that? Didn't
1: check his phone or something. I know. You would not be on the Todd Berry podcast, that's for sure. Because <laughs> I, I would not know one thing to talk to you about. That's, nothing. There would be not
0: nothing true. to talk about. That's not
1: true. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I, I missed. I don't think I did. I think this was good.
0: Good. I had fun. Thanks for having me.
1: Thanks for being here, Amber Tozer. Follow her on Twitter. She's funny. And I'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Feral Audio.
0: This is firefighter Raphael Porriette for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub, Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and
1: house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs.
0: Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1
1: million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase.